My name is Ian Campbell McKenna, and in this Procurement in 5 Minutes, I promise to tackle some of the biggest challenges and also answer the questions that our profession and our industry face on a day-to-day basis. In today's Procurement in 5 Minutes, I welcome the VP and CPO of Procurement at Immersat, Tim Snow. Now, before I introduce our guest today, to say that Tim really reinvigorates an organization's procurement, supplier relationship management and risk functions is an understatement. Through Tim's focus, people, his energy, pace, productivity, insights and delivery approach, Tim really propels procurement to new heights that really delivers outcomes that are not only valued by the board and the shareholders, but it creates a place where people want to work and grow. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Tim Snow. Hi, Tim. Great to have you on the show today. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for asking. Now, the question for you is, how do we make procurement attractive for the new wave of procurement professionals? Right. A tricky question, as you're only as good as all, all, all the people you've got within your team. Let me answer it in a kind of multiple ways. I'll start, first of all, saying if you don't make procurement attractive as a function, you are really screwed because I think you'll end up with people who are not exhibiting the skills and behaviours that you need as a leader to drive your function forwards. Through that, purchasing procurement, strategic sourcing, commercial kind of natural life cycle. So this is a hard nut to crack, but something that's incredibly critical to get right. I think about this in a kind of multi-layered way. So first layer is you need to be really clear what it is your function is there to do. Where do you see the function? What are you trying to achieve for your organization? How can you make that exciting? So by way of example, I don't think of my function as a team that buys stuff or a team that does customer contracts or insures or whatever it may be. I think about my team as a team that saves nine lives every single week by enabling a supply chain that delivers safety services to customers. And that's pretty cool. I think about our function as a company that enables travelers to connect and do amazing stuff when they're in the sky on airplanes. And we have a supply chain that we put in place and enable to make that happen. And the same with the kind of military. So as soon as you start talking in those ways, You can feel yourself getting more excited and more proud. And that creates energy. And that energy can come out in multiple different ways. That's the first observation. The second observation or or thought I've got is to attract people, I think about it as a PR marketing campaign. If we just write a job description with skills and a bit about behaviors and put it through the normal HR channel, you're probably just going to get what you always got. And maybe that's okay for certain functions at certain points in time. So I'm not belittling that in any way, but you probably just get what you've got. If you think about marketing You need to understand who those employees are, what drives them, what motivates them, how you can retain them. And then you can tailor your PR campaign to that need and the what, the how, the where. And that will be quite different than the traditional way of doing things. So it might be some web stuff, 
some podcasts that make you sound cool and exciting and people want to come and work with you. It might be uh, an article that's thought provoking that people think, oh, that's interesting. They're doing some good stuff. I want to be part of it or something else. If you create that because you've tailored your approach to the audience you're actually trying to attract, you're more likely to get the talent that you actually want rather than others that might be doing it in a more traditional way. That's kind of my second observation. My third kind of observation is attracting them is broader than just money or a job description. People want to understand what are the breadth of skills I'm going to develop over time? What's my career path? How can I contribute to social value or sustainability outside kind of areas that a traditional procurement function might be involved in, but we now are more involved in? Reinforcing growth over time. And maybe that involves kind of recruitment from apprenticeships, grad schemes, things like that traditionally, and and the other things that I talked about before. Selling as well, the fact that procurement is often the glue in the organization, because we go across functions and across business units and across brands, and we know stuff that we can join it up. That feels quite exciting, along with that marketing message up front as well. And finally, kind of attract them, reinforcing the potential impact that they can have on a regular basis and how that's going to feel to them as a result of it. So kind of logic being there, if we can create a happy environment, then people are more likely to perform. That's my third point of four. And then my fourth kind of observation is, well, once you've attracted them and people are all excited, you have set quite a high bar of expectation. So you do need to deliver on those promises so it doesn't become vaporware or you'll just lose people really, really quickly. And retaining them comes in multi-layers as well. So yes, it's about getting reward and, and kind of recognition right on an ongoing basis. It's not about paying or promoting merely when people ask or when people threaten to resign. It's about thinking forwards and how you can keep people excited on those two kind of hygiene factors as I think about them. But retaining them comes through growth, So, for example, at Imarsat, we have a learn and grow program. We invest time every fortnight, diarized time, where people learn stuff, got internal, external talkers, and grow is specific skills and experiences which are either shared or people are trained on, on top of personal development plans like MBAs, coaching, 360-degree feedback, kind of mechanisms like that. And each person has a development plan which is reviewed every quarter against where they want to be as people. If they want to run a farm in the middle of nowhere and that's really important to them, no problem. I just need to help you with the skills and experience to be able to get to that point. If you're more likely to be happy with me and productive with me, if I help. Anyway, learning development is one key thing and kind of following through on it. But there's some other things to retain people, such as using technology to enable the low value, boring transactional task that drags people down and saps their energy. Using automation kind of for those repeatable tasks. So if there's a contract and it's pretty similar, to, you know, and there's some choices on clauses, in theory, you could AI or enable them, bot enable that kind of process rather than using the brain power of a commercial procurement person. Data using clever data to create data cubes that people can use in their day-to-day job, not just spend data, because that's like driving, looking in your rear view mirror, pretty useless, actually, you're going to crash. It's about budget data and where the business is growing and aligning those thoughts to the strategic objectives of the company. It's also about, I think, 
giving people the chance to give back. So the social value, yes, volunteering and stuff like that's great, but it's also about social value and how encouraging people to think about the supply chain and how the supply chain can give back and drive sustainability and drive diversity and inclusion. So for me, I think about it in those four different levels, some of which is my responsibility as a CPO. Some of it is my responsibility to create an environment where others behave in that way and then delivering on those promises once I've set them or I'll lose people really, really quickly. That's great. It's really informative. And thank you so much for coming on the show, Tim. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, delighted. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Great insights from another one of our thought leaders. Be sure to share the link far and wide. And of course, I look forward to our next five minutes together. Bye for now and have a great and a productive day.